Hello and welcome to Pop Salsa, a movie and TV show that brings you the freshest takes on the most recent events and topics of pop culture. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? It's going good, man. How how have you been? I'm good. Living, yeah? living, living the dream in LA. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking LA, dude. Like, what is going on with this? With like, are we? We're about to get hit by a fucking hurricane, supposedly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna release this on Wednesday. Hopefully, we're still here. Or yeah, we, we haven't been wa- like washed off the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, Which, I saw footage of that hitting in uh, la, la something la, la Brea or la, la something. But like it's it's like palm trees are are leaning to the left. There's a bunch of cars <laughs> freaking out. Like it's heavy rain. But yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's wild. Like we're in August, so we're winding down um, summer now, right? We probably got like another month and some change left to go. The the Halloween decorations are already going up, so you know it's <laughs> it's winding down. <laughs> um, and we're it's supposed to like it's supposed to rain in a tomorrow and Monday, right? Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. Like, I understand that we were going through a moment in time and like as overall on the planet, right? Like the the weather is obviously changing and stuff like that. But I'm like. Can you just get it over with? Like, I'm done with the 100 and 116, like, days and shit like that. You know, just fucking end it already, man. Just whatever it is you're going to do, just do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 sleeping sucks. Like, it's so hot. Like, I, it's know, a, I know we're complaining. There's probably people like 90 degree weather sleeping. Like, I can sleep just fine. But, like, we're not used to this, you know? This is, nah. not, this is not our weather. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like I shower before I go to bed and I wake up sweaty. That's that's not natural, man. <laughs> Humanity was not made designed for this. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, anyway, I'm I'm excited. I went out this morning and I saw like the clouds and it was like, "Holy shit, like I don't think I've ever seen a cloud like that <laughs> oh. menacing." Oh, yeah. Okay. In this time of year, you know, like, yeah, yeah it's like Lord of the Rings. It's, uh, you know, the, the army of orcs and their cloud yeah. that follows them <laughs> slowly encroaching on L.A. Yeah, it's a uh, it's what a time, man. What a time. <laughs> what a time indeed. Yeah. Um, but fuck all that. We're going to talk about Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Surprising. Surprise, surprise. Surprising. Yeah. Um, first major. Latino superhero, you know. Yeah. Spoiler cast, by the way. We're gonna spoiler spoil the yes. shit out of this movie. Spoil the <laughs> fuck out of this movie. Um so yeah, there's that that um what'd you think of the movie overall? Overall, I liked mm-hmm. it. You liked I like I, I liked it. Yeah, I was I was fairly entertained. I mean that's a pretty mm-hmm. low bar comparing you know? <laughs> but you know, I, I find paint drive the wall entertaining. Yeah, that's the that's seriously the bare minimum with these movies. Is that if I, <laughs> if I found it funny, you're you're above a five. You know what I mean? You're, 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 you the cutoff is you know if you're not funny then I'm I'm out. You're getting a one <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I loved it. I. Uh, I was surprised because I remember back then we were talking about it and we we're like, "What is this for?" You know what I mean? Remember mm. that? We we're like, because we we're, were thinking of connections with DC. Like, what what is this building towards? And for the most part, uh, nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. but I was uh, I was surprised on how uh, how much they're backing on this movie. Yeah, it was. Um, it's interesting seeing that this film was originally meant for an HBO Max like direct <laughs> to to VOD, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then how that turned you know, out. The 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 well the happening happened or the the event 
<laughs> went oh. down and the shakeup, everything happened. Yeah. And yeah. this is officially, you know, the first introduction of the James Gunn DC EU. No, DC DC EU, DC right? DC EU? Extended yeah, DC. Universe. No, I don't think it's extended anymore. Oh, I think it's geez. whatever the fuck it is called. <laughs> James Gunn verse there. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm right there with you. I was um, there was a lot of it that. Honestly, I, I I was talking with my girlfriend yesterday after we we watched it. And I was like, "Am I actually Mexican?" Because like a lot of like the Hispanic <laughs> Latino shit, I was like, "I do not relate to this at all." <laughs> Am I real Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that gave you an existential crisis. It did. I was sitting there like, I I do not un- like. There are some obviously like like some some shit that went like the songs like I don't know they played maybe like let's say ten I knew. Four of them. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Well, they were making fun of uh, Jaime Reyes that he was going to be uh, like that telenovela the, the grandma was watching. Yeah, I've never seen that telenovela <laughs> in my life, so I have no idea what what they were talking about. Um, there was yeah. that scene when the grandma was flickering, uh, switching through channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only reference I got was Don Francisco. <laughs> I mean, if you got something, you got something, right? Yeah, I got. Yeah, but like that's that's like that's what where my where I'm coming from. It's like yeah. This this character, this movie is being billed as like the first major Latino superhero, which is all right, cool. You know, Jaime Reyes. We don't have a lot to choose from, which is you know, <laughs> might as well just start somewhere, right? <laughs> um, but it's like there are many of us out there who didn't have the typical, the atypical Hispanic, you know, Latino upbringing and stuff like that, and it was very evident yeah. in this um, in this movie because like a lot of the stuff, like I'm familiar with it and stuff like that, but it wasn't particularly around me like i my extended family i don't have very extended family here um my mom it's only uh my uncle here and he didn't really have never brought his kids here so Mm -hmm. like i didn't really grow up with a lot of cousins and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah. so like the family scenes to me were like i mean everybody's talks everybody has like some sort of connection with family right so that doesn't really particularly make it particularly like hispanic or latino you know yeah, see, uh, it's funny, and like I'm historically, I'm not Hispanic or Latino. Mm. Um, we're cousins, though. Or we're cousins, we're cousins, <laughs> and I, I did feel that draw to be, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, like that family focus draw is was did appeal for me because I did come from a huge family. Yeah. Uh, with that said, I, I have friends. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad, but I have friends who are Mexican, and um, <clears throat> they really like this film. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It sounds horrible, but it, it, it's it's like two different racist, upbringings. Right? I can't be racist. Yes, but it it just it comes to taint um different upbringings, right? Your yeah. upbringing and their upbringing. And their upbringing, they had like massive fat amount of family. Like uh, like they have a lot of those like culture mm. parallel to what Jaime Reyes was going through, and and it's interesting to see what that because uh you know there's other asian films like crazy rich asians and i am definitely mm. not rich i'm crazy uh but i'm definitely not <laughs> no and i can't like how do i uh how do i relate to this i'm not or mm. even shang chi to some extent like there are scenes in shang chi where i'm like okay you know uh, tiger mom forcing uh, the daughter to get married like i'm right there with you like i'm right yeah. there you know the dad who's kind of you know stoic but doesn't show his emotions like i'm right there with you yeah. but uh, everything else you know about like uh you know the immigrant experience i, I don't feel like i uh, i really felt that sense you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i feel like that's kind of like with you with blue beetle because it, it does feel like it feels like a uh what's the word it feels like it's a 
extreme an extreme i guess of, of that experience with Jaime Reyes because like you said you there's not a, not every family was like that yeah i feel like yeah. it's like like you're saying like there are some things in the 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 typical like asian upbringing right where it's like it doesn't matter if you're chinese korean filipino vietnam there's still like a, a general structure there right like strict parents mm-hmm. wanting you to get married stuff like that right and then with yeah, latinos yeah. um especially like immigrants like or like first generation of like people like with the dad i was relating a lot more with the dad like honestly um, See, that's great the, the, yeah the dad, the dad is really I was, good Honestly, yeah. like I was like, is he like a, a Mexican actor that I didn't know that I don't know about or something? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably a lot of these. I feel like the director grabbed gravitated towards that kind of a. I mean, George Lopez is in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of hot, Zolo. Uh, um, I can't pronounce his name, but like Zolo's there, and you know, it's yeah, like, Zolo. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pronounced Cholo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it Cholo? Is it? Yeah, no, it's Cholo. not. Is it? Oh, it is shit. Cholo, My yeah. bad. <laughs> I don't know. No, don't worry about it. Because, like, even, it even op- me, like, I'm I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because the, the, there, there's, like, so many um, Cholo. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's Cholo. so many, like, um, especially, like, in center central Mexico, so, where they they, uh, are, they have more connection to, like, the, the Aztec and Maya and stuff like that, right? They do yeah. have, like, a lot more of those crazy-ass names with X's and shit like that. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to pronounce this? But What is I the pronunciation, thought, though? What is it? Is it oh, Zolo? For, for, no, it's Cholo, yeah. It's, it's Cholo? Cholo? Oh, okay. Yeah, Cholo. Okay, cool, cool. It's like Gangster. Like, I, when I saw the, when I saw the, the, the like, is that his stage name? But I don't know. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go into it. But, with like, so, like, the reason why I was relating more with the dad, because, like, I spent a lot of my time, like, growing up working with my dad. So, I know, like, the the hassle, like, he put it through, right? So, like, when he when he died and then they were saying, like, oh, he came here. Oh, no, when, right, when he died, spoilers, when he, when the dad died <laughs> and uh, Jaime goes off, right? And then they end up going to, to Ted Cord's mansion. And yeah they find out that he they can't remove the scarab and he freaks out and then George Lopez goes and gives him a pet top, right? And tells him, like, the dad came here at 19 and then brought the family back one by one. It didn't exactly go like that with, with us and my family, but the, you know, 30 fucking years of hard work and shit, like, I understand that, you know? Yeah, so there, yeah, yeah. there is there definitely is like a structure where like okay I, I could relate to this to some extent but like I feel like it was they just got all the generic you know Mexican or, or Hispanic upbringing and stuff like that and just shoved it into this movie it's like alright we just blanket the whole the <laughs> entire spectrum <laughs> people are gonna be able to relate to this you know yeah I mean uh, it's uh <laughs> see I, I that that line of uh over the dad is is more mm-hmm. in line with my friend's upbringing because that yeah. that was along the lines where they brought their family over and then they uh but instead of like Jaime going to college it was mm-hmm. more like you know their life Jaime stayed <laughs> you know and then just helped <laughs> yeah. work and stuff like you gotta, that you got to you got to work in the family business or whatever you know yeah 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 absolutely so I would support the family not even if mm-hmm. there was no business just like just work to support the family and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's clearly a like this, this the what the fuck was it called? The city, but that's clearly like like Miami esque, right? Mm. And they had their own like like different um, neighborhoods, right? The Mexican neighborhood, the what are Dom, Dom uh, Port like Dominican Puerto Rican or Puerto? Yeah, I was Puerto. I was gonna say Dominican, but like you know we're all like separate yeah. and stuff like that. So like yeah. 
when when he was when he had first got his powers right when he the, the suit was testing him out and stuff like that and we saw that in a trailer and he was just flying around we clearly saw that he like covered or something that was acknowledging the separation of cultures because like mm-hmm. like we we see this with with like asian people obviously people from africa people from europe people from uh latin america like we're hispanic latino but we're completely like have our segmented cultures right like mexican culture is may might be similar to like salvadorian culture but in its in its own ways it's completely different yeah so like i feel like th- they did a, a great job of like hey look there's more of you <laughs> there's one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it turns out there's more of you. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um uh for me Jaime Reyes though like the the blue beetle mm. when I was introduced with him he was a he was a an orphan mm okay and I would have like I was thinking like what if they went to that angle right like have him be an orphan and then have him discover the the Latino heritage as he's discovering you know how to use his powers who he is and stuff like that maybe like that that angle I would have been able to relate a bit more just cuz mm-hmm. like it would have it would have mimicked not not necessarily my upbringing, but like what I feel sometimes. Because like sometimes when I when I'm in LA and like in the heavy like Hispanic centers, I'm like, I don't, like what the fuck is? Where am I? Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not familiar with Blue Beetle at all, mm-hmm. other than like you know Injustice and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, that's that, where I know him from. Yeah, uh, from Injustice. Yeah, young, well, I know him from Young Justice. Oh, Young Justice. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like that's way better than uh, than what yeah. I was introduced. Well, he's like people are dying in Injustice, yeah. so Young Justice <laughs> feels a little bit more lighthearted. But uh, yeah, I, I could see that angle. I I could see if they leaned more on him, yeah, like on him and on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> on it because it feels like he he's a college student, right? And he comes back and then he tries to work, but that's quickly kind of uh, discarded for family the blue beetle avengers yeah the blue no the blue beetle avengers because he has he has this kind of of like like very minuscule story like he went to college and he's come back and then that's really it that's really we don't really you know we don't care he fast forwards to him working with his sister yeah and i feel like ultimately when we see this in like shazam as well where there is a the character is bestowed greatness upon him right but he he needs the the help of his family to be able to mm, yeah yeah i guess achieve his full potential however corny that sounds but you know that's that's best as i could put it and <laughs> and again like it, it comes down to it like that final battle right like the fuck what's the the, the bad guy's name <laughs> Omac. Omac. I think right. his name is like Colonel Carapax or something, but it's like Omac is the whole Terrell or something like that, right? Like, yeah, something. Parallax? Carapax. I think Car- it's Carapax. Some shit. Bad guy, right? <laughs> uh, bad guy with <laughs> huge shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bad guy with the heart of gold. He, uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, your the love for your family is what what makes you weak, right? And then we've yeah. heard that been echoed throughout whatever many fucking superheroes and it comes out like no the love is is what gives me my strength okay whatever yeah we get it but like like you're to to what you're saying like it's more of an ensemble-esque rather than it being solitary like just blue beetle yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely so it wouldn't end up being with like with ted cord like the the whole like subplot of the story was that he he the blue beetle before jaime and basically like abandoned his family to 
pursue his focus on that yeah focus yeah on that, yeah right. <laughs> yeah and then you could see it no that's great i actually didn't pick up on that mm. where he basically he's estranged and like victoria freaking out and you know it's because there's a she, he's gone or he's dead and there's no one to like you know balance it out it, and, and i like that you brought shazam in because it does feel like i don't think you need to really be an orphan mm-hmm. just be an outsider yeah because if you think about it he went to college which isn't really the typical experience for you know the family and he came back and everything's different mm-hmm. so it, it feels like he's from another call he even calls himself jamie I think he's like, don't call me Jaime, call me Jamie. And Jaime is how your family, you know, how it's supposed mm. to be. You know, it's not it's not George, it's Jorge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's stuff like that. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, with the J. Uh, mm. So it, it does feel like he's coming in from the outside of another life, of another perspective. And he's coming in into this, like, you know, he finds out his, his, his dad had a heart attack. He found out that they're broke, you know. He finds it out <laughs> all, last, all last minute. They're destitute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're destitute, and that they wanted him to focus on his uh, on his studies, and and I think this is when you know my culture and this culture kind of coincide, and it's where my family uh, would rather want me to build on myself than mm-hmm. worry about them. So I've been I've been at the point where, I, and I I was at PCC. Mm-hmm. And I was I was in the phone call with my dad who was in the Philippines, and I was like, I just want to work because mm-hmm. that's really all I I can do. I can my 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 mom's health is going down at the time, she's good now, and like I need to work, I need to support them. And then you know my dad's like, no, you need to go to college because mm-hmm. like that work will have well, you always have opportunities to work break your back. You know what I mean, um, to him, um, but you know college and not that that dial is is always ticking you know you're going to be 40 and it's going to be like new technologies you know ai and you you'll feel like you won't feel connected as you are now is what he was trying to tell me and like go to college and so i ended up going to college and you know and all that and long story short but like that's what it feels with jaime that's what mm-hmm. i relate to because you know they they i wasn't until after i was done with college like oh yeah by the way uh we we can't afford the apartment and that happened to me yeah <laughs> that happened to me where <laughs> we had to move to other place because they were raising the rent so we had to move suddenly mm. to another place and you know all that stuff so um jaime coming into the story with his family like i that i i felt and the dad as well yeah right, See, and, and that's something well. that yeah. to some extent um it kind of like the beginnings of that my parents or especially my mom were trying to like institute in me like focus on studying stuff like that i'm just a moron and the school was never my thing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i feel like that 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 stems from first generation uh right because yeah. like our both our parents came came to this country search, searching for a better life understanding that for the next for you know our siblings the next generation it's going to be best for them if they could take advantage of all the opportunities that this country provides that they didn't they, they couldn't and, have. yeah and that yeah. they couldn't have at, yeah. at in in where they grew up right so uh, fortunately or unfortunately because like a lot of that shit was being echoed in this in in the um, in the movie by the sister right it's like oh you go to college you're six figures in debt you go to you know <laughs> you look for like all that stuff and like yeah yeah i get it you know like there are some people that for sure yeah you know that's the right path for them but there's a lot of us that it, it isn't, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what's great yeah. about the whole family and I, and the whole message of the film all to, you know, yeah. together is you have different sides. Jaime went to college, the sister stayed because she had to work. Yeah. Right. And then there's a, there's a little bit of bitterness in that. But she realizes that around the world you and I've had friends again with, the, you know, the, that college and going to college 
I can su- successfully say that you don't really need college. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it all depends on who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's the choice you make and it's the path you're going to stick with. But college is not going to be an insta fix, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm, I'm fortunately, I'm not in six figures in debt because, you know, I had support and more the government support. Yeah. <laughs> but there are people who, you know, go for their masters. And I've, I've, I know people who, who are six figures in debt for something that they don't really, uh, you know, you can't really use yeah. too much about. Right. So it's, it's like the system, like throughout the sister, I love, uh, like, I love her perspective of mm-hmm. it. She's a realist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a realist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, the fucking grandma who knows like where the fuck she was. She's been the whole fucking. Yeah, movie. what I hate. Okay, that's what I did not like about, about this is that it's not really critique, but it's at the point where they say they go to save Jaime and freaking grandma over here is rocking a minigun like a freaking pro, and it's like, like and then the mom off handedly says we we have to talk about Nana's uh, revolutionary history. And it's like, like, wait, what? Yeah, and, and I, I was thinking, like, how old is grandma? Because, like, all yeah. right, they're Mexican, right? When was yeah. the Mexican Revolution? That shit was like two hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't know if I don't I pick a revolution. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, but then had, when when she you, when she lit up the when they rescued Jaime, she lit up the the the, the soldiers, the soldiers, cord, yeah. the cord. Is it Cortex? Yeah. No. Cord troopers, the cord troopers, yeah, that's a good one. The cord troopers, <laughs> yeah, and then the she said, uh, down to the imperialists, right? So I'm yeah. like, was grandma a communist? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I, he's uh, aren't they technically they're Puerto Rican, right? Uh, because that's yeah, I mean, that's what I saw a lot of flags of, maybe. I thought they were yeah, Mexican because so, so they might like, be, uh, the yeah. uncle 100%. Like a hundred percent Mexican, so I'm just saying. Yeah, so it might be the dad side. Might, it, might it might be the dad side, and then the mom and the grandma were like Maybe, native born. Or it might be the yeah. mom side, like the mom side were the, mom the side. revolutionary. That seems. It yeah, seems, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. That, that, that's what I mean. Like the grandma is. I think the grandma is. Isn't that the mom? Mm-hmm. That's the grandma is the mom side. Yeah, the grandma and the grandma are the mom side, and then the dad is the uncle mm. and him. Like yeah. that's the. Those are the two sides. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> totally. So like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's just a imperialist. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what, like and the, I love them. The, the, the family dynamic, it, like it's nothing similar to my family dynamic, but it, it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> mine either. My, mine, to be honest with you, mine either. Uh, it's the family that I dream of. Mm-hmm. Right, it's the, it's the family that you know are always backing you. They're always there. I, I've had friends who have that dynamic, and I'm super jealous. <laughs> but <laughs> it's uh, they they have that where they're incredibly close because mm-hmm. that's all they had was each other. Yeah. And that family dynamic here, especially with like, I have a family who's ex- who's essentially cut and paste of this family of the rate as a family, <laughs> oh, and wow. it's it's like that, you know hardships work together. Yeah. We always have to help each other, and like that's that's it's it brings a tear to my eye because. I think that's where Asian culture diverges <laughs> from, where it's it's from a, an, an authority point of view. But when it comes to family, it's you know give or take. The one thing that that's really surprising me about the film was that yeah. the CGI wasn't all that bad. Yeah. Oh God, my heart. I'm getting heart palpitations. But yeah, yeah. There Way was, to go, Flash. Yeah, there was scene. There were some scenes that was like, ah, right, you know, whatever. Like when he was, you know, Carrie Fisher spacewalking to the yeah, to the blue yeah, beetle yeah. to the blue beetle yeah. suit. Like that was like, all right, yeah. whatever. But like all the action sequences, like all the like the 
everything was like, holy shit, this is actually, it looks pretty decent for a yeah. you know, super CGI heavy movie. But also a VOD, mm-hmm. a VOD kind of film that it wasn't made for theaters. I think yeah. that's what we're afraid of, that there's going to be a Black Widow <laughs> where maybe it's time has gone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the CGI is really it's not I didn't I didn't notice it, but I've seen people say it's subpar. Mm-hmm. And and this is not like a heavily CGI film, Black Widow. But here it's like the whole suit. Yeah. You know, uh, OMAG, the fight sequences, it's like, yo, w- what company did this? Exactly. This so like, the flying sequences, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even even when he went to orbit, yeah. like everything was obviously like you could see like fucked with. and Naturally. You know, yeah. Naturally, yeah. But yeah, it, yeah. it was like, holy shit, that it, it doesn't look like we're in a make-believe realm like the Flash was. You know, like Flash, the CGI yeah. was horrific. Um, yeah, yeah. And whatever the <laughs> fuck they did, you know, the comp- whatever company did this, you gotta you, Warner Brothers has to put them on full time. Yeah, yeah, for real. It's uh, it's we haven't spoke talked about spoke about. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about one of the best suit up sequences I've ever seen. Yeah. in my all my life, and it's when he becomes the Blue Beetle for the first time, and it, for the first time, <laughs> and it's freaking horrific it's, it's almost a horror movie yeah and it's it's so it's so it's it's so well done because you, you know you we when we think of the suit up sequences we think of iron man you know mm-hmm. the the orgasmic uh, 360 camera of him like putting on his suit yeah. and then ending on his face where the helmet goes down and stuff like that like nah Jaime Reyes is screaming <laughs> Jaime Reyes is screaming and throwing a black ooze and covering his his face as his and I love this about it is that his family's with him screaming <laughs> as well you know the uncle's screaming him like he's possessed and then you know and the dad's the dad's visibly worried yeah. you know and then the mom's just screaming for the dad to do something yeah, the, the grandma's there like i ain't, this ain't shit i've seen worse yeah yeah <laughs> yeah she's seen worse she's done worse yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was yeah. yeah definitely like the one thing i was like does he have to be naked every time like <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know like, was he naked in young justice or was it no, like an iron man suit it was like an just iron man suit pop- yeah he was also See, he was also like a, a yeah. straight up teenager. I think he was like fifteen or sixteen. So and animated. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't gonna be like a full on. But yeah, and yeah. I felt like maybe there's gonna be like progression in the within the suit, right? Because like, we know the suit is sentient. Uh, the scarab yeah. is sentient and stuff like that. And then now that it's mind melded with um with Jaime Reyes, there's probably gonna be like some improvement. Maybe there's adapting or I don't know whatever. Um, especially considering that in the like the big battle. He got his fucking wings ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Every battle, like, not even just the final battle. Every battle, he's getting his, his salad paws, yeah. you know? Like, the first battle with a half 25% fixed OMAC, he was getting, he, he was almost dead. And, like, that scene was, like, don't hurt my family is the last thing he says. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really, um, really well done. It, a lot better than I expected. Like, um. I don't, was yeah, it, like, definitely. would you have, maybe it's not uh, the best question to ask, but I was going to say, like, the whole thing <laughs> of, of it being um, originally planned for HBO Max at the time, and then being d- redirected to a theatrical release, do you think the movie benefited, or 
did they really end up hurting like Warner Brothers or DC down the line? Because as all reports, nobody's gonna go watch. Nobody's watching this film. Like it made like three million dollars opening opening day or some shit. So, like, do you think it it ultimately it's gonna end up hurting? Because you know what they really care about is you know the bottom line, not actually making fun and entertaining content. Uh, it's hard to say. That's a great question. Uh, but I I have a feeling that. It, it's 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 not entirely about recouping costs because mm-hmm. I, I do feel like this has been in development for a while and it's been something that's been chopped around for like a year, a year or two. Uh, but I think they want to do is try to get in the good graces of going in theaters again because the whole like if you look at Marvel, they shot themselves in the foot where uh, they they focused more on. VODs mm-hmm. and that kind of that diluted the brand and diluted a lot of the storylines, right? But for something to be straight for IMAX and for all intents and purposes, I, I didn't read anything that got cut. I feel like this was the product that we got, and there are some there are some iffiness to it as well. If you like, some of the storylines are a little iffy. Some of it, it's not as tight as it should be. Um, but for the most part, I feel like that that the product is what we got is what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's and then some. I feel that getting in the good graces of moviegoers or getting people focused, going back to the theaters and stuff, is more of a focus than, you know, recouping costs. Yeah. And recouping that stuff. And it's a very minor kind of. I mean, it's it's a very minor character within the grand scheme of the DCU. Mm. And I feel like they're gonna have a sequel in a year, a year from now, or maybe two <laughs> years. But it's a, it's a, yeah. I I I do feel like they're banking it for the future though given the post-credit scene or the mid-credit scene which was again um the dad oh um, yeah the ted, ted cord. cord come back yeah. right yeah he's still alive yeah he's gonna be like yeah, the jarvis yeah. of <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like i'm still alive i'm trapped somewhere right <laughs> and then we have the opening of the sequence where we see multiple different colors of beetles yeah we have, like the red one and the yellow one so it's uh it, it feels like it, it's there it's the first step of the dcu and James Gunn has said it and stuff like that, and it's it's making a good impression moving forward from the Flash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, the yeah, Flash overall, like it wasn't like all that bad. It just wasn't great, and it wasn't what like <laughs> the expectations was, were yeah. were were raised, you know, to the point of that. Like, because like everybody who's seen it, oh, it's the greatest fucking superhero movie ever made, right? And they tend to say that a lot, but. When, when like, people who you know actually know what the fuck they're doing, they're like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe there's light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah. unfortunately, that light was, like, a big-ass nuclear explosion that we're careening <laughs> towards. <but. laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, the And The Flash... The Flash and... Uh, is there another film I'm thinking about? Oh, I guess it's The Flash. The Flash and at maybe Shazam. Shazam are, are products of a previous regime mm-hmm. you know and i feel like there they they didn't really care either <laughs> they just wanted it they just wanted to get it out and so people stopped freaking talking about it because yeah. they had it they had it in their you know their slate and they, they had it probably contractually obligated and stuff like that for like six years right they were yeah. working on that flash film <laughs> holy shit yeah yeah 
Yeah, um, so that one you could see there was issues, but for black for Black Beetle, for Blue Beetle, um, I I didn't see it, it was, it's made for VOD. It got released in theaters for the most part. The v, it seems like theater experience is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So now when they go to VOD, they're just gonna double that or make way more money. I have it available. Yeah, like I saw it in Dolby, so it, it really did like up the the production value a, a much more in that um for that film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still don't know if if like going direct to or wanting to to go to theaters rather than VOD is like the would have been the correct the move. move. Yeah, would have been the best move, yeah. especially like you're in the midst of a regime change. You know, this is supposed to be the the new the new thing, and like you've already completely you know crashed and burned one production in Super in Batgirl. You know, so what is gonna make like. It, it, what is gonna what like the track record that you were the past couple six like the few last few months and stuff like that like what's gonna give the the viewer confidence that this movie is gonna be you know theater awarded because like honestly like to go to theater you know it's expensive you know if it's on vod it's only cost you the the amount of the subscription which isn't it gonna like double or some shit like aren't aren't (laughs) right now the vod like all the streaming services are planning on upping the the subscription so like make it easier not don't make it harder yeah it's the thing is that's that's a great that's a great observation but now looking how netflix is flopping Mm -hmm. you know and netflix was the golden boy and that's what basically every streaming service looked to and to see them floundering you know and hemorrhaging possibly hemorrhaging money a lot of these studios are going to step away from streaming. Mm-hmm. Like streaming is going to be more of a, uh, a, you know, oh, Blue Beetle's on streaming. But it's not going to be the focus anymore, I don't think. Just because, yeah, it's easier. You're right. You're absolutely right. But, you know, the, the theaters and movies go hand in hand. Yeah. And it's something where um, that that's just how the culture is. You know, it's always about the theaters. And the theaters even call out some studios. <laughs> if you remember with Trolls, right? Yeah. And they call like, why did you release this in VO? Not Trolls, but I think it's I think it was Black Widow. Like, why did you really release this on uh, VOD? Mm. Like, you you promised us the theaters, and then you know, I think they they like they uh, they didn't want show Disney movies for a while or something like that. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's um so and it's less complicated than streaming because in streaming you have to think about royalties. Mm. You have to think about other avenues of how do we get and that's that's what the strike is about as well. Like, how do we get residu- residu- well, residuals yeah. residuals you know stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it's it's you're, I'm right there with you. It's easier to turn on your TV, mm. but also like the, the industry runs on the theater, and that being in the theater is something like oh we're going back. Yeah, <laughs> don't yell at us. We're going back to the theater and stuff. It's still definitely like a a sense of prestige, right? Like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the when in the premiere, the the actors obviously weren't there promoting the film because of the strike, but the the the, the director said something like. That was like, hmm, made me like think like this is like a fantastic opportunity. Like all you, all, everybody on the cast is basically like a, a nobody to say, you know, like not that they're not nobody, but like this is a fantastic opportunity. And they decided to not squander, but to support their fellow actors, stuff like that, to do the um, to, to for the strike, you know, still yeah. still an amazing opportunity, though. Yeah. So. All Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So one to ten. Where, where would you rate it? One to ten, uh, yeah. solid seven. Seven, really? Seven, yeah, yeah okay. solid seven. That was, yeah. That was yeah. like at a six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I definitely. It's um, 
the, it, again, you know, if it's fun, <laughs> you're above <laughs> a five. Uh, like, like I said, there. I mean, wait, maybe we should have talked about it, but you know, long story short, is a lot. Of the the villains are non-existent. You know, and that's that's yeah. They're so cringy. <laughs> you know, there's there's one line that Victoria says, and there's this character. I was like, who the hell are you? He's he she's been calling Doctor Sanchez oh, yeah. throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and it's like my my name is not Sanchez Bandeja or something like that. And then he lists a long ass name like bro, like who who are you? Yeah. and like I didn't understand that. I also didn't really I didn't really go with the whole romance. Mm-hmm. With uh, with uh, Vic, not Victoria with Jennifer, Jennifer with Jennifer Cord yeah, yeah that was like Jennifer and Jaime when when these type of romances um, they're like basically like like the moment you see them on screen for the first time it's like oh they're gonna end up you know banging at the end of yeah it, you know like it's so yeah. it's so like it's it doesn't come out of nowhere or anything like that and go back to the dude who was who was um, Sanchez he's in what we do in the shadows the FX version and it, he is like oh is fucking he hilarious. yeah oh, what <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious it was funny to see him like oh look it's that dude um and there's oh yeah one thing so there's a show on on Hulu right to and yeah. to like lend into to more of like that the Hispanic Latino culture especially in here in LA there's this show called this fool right hmm. and it's centered around you know south central la so it's a lot of mexicans a lot of like gang members a lot of like black people stuff like that like the, the culture clashes between these 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 two different um segments of the population right in that area and yeah. there was an episode where um the guy one of the like old school mexican guys right he had a rooster and it was fucking up the whole neighborhood because he, he couldn't he the rooster wanted to shut the fuck up right so they had a neighborhood oh. meeting and one of the dudes who was spearing the the like, get rid of the rooster was a black dude and they were yeah. like arguing right it's like oh get rid of the rooster and the guy's like, i'm not gonna get rid, of, get rid of the rooster and then one of the neighbors is like dude you're putting us in a fucked up situation like if he kills your rooster then we gotta get together and fuck up his his dog and if we fuck up his dog we're gonna start a race war man come on (laughs) (laughs) that's great (laughs) yeah so i feel like with with the movie when they start like acknowledging more and more like because the high school i went to like there was legit like race wars like Mexican and black people were fighting each other. It's like, holy shit, like, where the fuck did that? I guess they're like, this is safe. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so, like, when they when they acknowledge that there are more different, that there are different types of events, you know, like, not necessarily, like, good, but it happens, you know, to to ignore it doesn't do anybody any favors. Um, yeah. With shows like, what, like the, what this fool and what, what um, Blue, Beetle did, Blue Beetle did, it was like they're, like, the the overarching uh, the reach of like the the references was like like i said it just blanketed everything right like all right there's going to be a lot of us that are going to come hopefully watch this movie so we're going to just throw in a shit ton of things so everybody can relate to it yeah 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 i mean that's a demographic mm-hmm. I, it's like what do you think shang chi was, direct, <laughs> was directed to you know yeah. the first asian superhero and it's like it's, that's a Chinese name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I think I'm Asian. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, that I mean, that's that's just Hollywood mm-hmm. in, in general. To be honest, like even just eight crazy rich Asians. It's like, what is that? What is that towards? <laughs> and you know, this Blue Beetle is probably the one that you can't like. Oh yeah, that's something that's in Mexican culture or Latino culture and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that scene 
is, is just weird for me. I mean, that the whole act three is, you know, the out of nowhere blood and like the, <laughs> uh, uh, like the family's killing people and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> I thought that was really freaking weird and it almost unhinged me. But when when they go back together and stuff and it, it's and even let's talk about freaking um, Omax quick. 30 second storyline at the end that's the dumbest freaking like like next to the sanchez moment which is also it's funny i guess but it's it's kind of dumb you know it's like a riff of like there's um there's a lot of hispanic people that have multiple oh yeah me too right yeah, me yeah. too. Like, yeah, I have. I mean, I'm not Hispanic, obviously, but you know, I have multiple names <laughs> and stuff. But it, it's just cringe. Where it's like, my name's not Sanchez, and he lists like 17 names, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I don't think like I have four. I don't think there's, you know. And, and then and he gets killed, mm-hmm. and, and there's blood on the wall, on the glass, and then yeah, Omax made me so pissed off. I was like, dude, really? like really like you're gonna have his his whole story arc in a in a flashback or <laughs> when yeah, like when he died <laughs> yeah. and it was kind of also kind of hard to follow because his flashback is like it, it focused on different people and i was like is that his is that him is that his dad is that his son like what's, <laughs> what's going what's happening here um yeah and again like a completely unnecessary way to like wash a villain you know, like wash away yeah. a villain. Like I'm not saying that um, Olmec was the best villain, but he could have been a, a decent villain, especially considering that he had at, in that final uh, that final battle he had the um, the scarab code in his you know exosuit armor, right? So it yeah. would have been it would have made for an interesting fight. Um, the way he just like, all right, I'm gonna drag this bitch into the fire <laughs> and, and nuke, nuke this <laughs> island. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna nuke this <laughs> island. It's, and it sucks because the his his quick thirty second arc is something that's in history. Yeah, right. It's something where you know I don't I don't know if it's corporations, but you know people in power recruit people who are desperate, mm. or you know child soldiers, yeah, and totally. mold them as into into instruments of war and killing, and that's all they've known. And they you know, and that's something where that's what Jennifer did. Uh, Jennifer, that's what Victoria yeah. did. So that that's something like oh we could make it a little bit more balanced, but it, it's obviously it's the villains' arc suffered for the family dynamic, right? That the family dynamic was mostly what they fo- they focused on. Yeah, and like it's, and it's great. I mean that's what they leaned on, but it's a little unbalanced when it comes to villains. Yeah, when when we finally when we see the first time we see this character right who ends up playing um, Omac. Yeah, but I was like, what the fuck is his name? Whatever, <laughs> Omac. Omac. Yeah. He's like yeah. <laughs> off in the fucking Alaskan wilderness, right? And then the the lady shows up because yeah. they find the scarab. And as as yeah. every scene he has, like he doesn't really say much, right? He's this stoic, uh, generic bad dude, right? And then if yeah. like somewhere th- midway through Act Two, he starts having like these introspective looks in his face. It's like hey, maybe what I'm doing isn't right, right? And then all of a sudden you see him yeah. holding a picture of you know whatever his family. We don't know until the very end, where it's like, wait, don't kill him. You know, I, I melded into his brain and I saw his storyline in here. Let me give you a quick montage of it. <laughs> yeah, let me give you. Let me give you the cliff notes. Yeah. <laughs> let me give you. Let me give you a quick montage. You can imagine Jaime, like it's in his eyes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. oh my God, what is happening? Am I Omac? Like he starts having existential crisis. Yeah, it's uh, it it is free. It is freaking annoying. I also found funny. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm just gonna rip into Act Three, but also found was funny is like when when he melds when he successfully has a symbiotic relationship with Kanji, mm-hmm. um, you know, with his dad in a flashback. He he's fairly mellow about it, right? You know, he comes out, he's you know looking for his family, he's trying to get away. But when Rudy goes down, <laughs> he he's he's like, I'm gonna rip someone's face off. You know yeah. what I mean? When he, Rudy goes down in in the most kind of hilarious way, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna kill everyone. And then he even lists like Dad and Rudy. I was like, Bro, you didn't give a you know you were fine with your yeah. dad, but Rudy like that was crossing the line. I was like. Totally. So that that felt that felt a little a little weird that Rudy was his breaking point. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it would I feel like it would be the dad yeah. would be the breaking like, point. You know, not the not the comic relief. <laughs> you know, C three PO dies. You know, Anakin doesn't go into a rage yeah. were, of killing were everyone. You okay with how weirdly um, George Lopez's character was was like techie, like how good of a tech guy he was. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this I, I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, but, but I was I also found weird that he threw Mexican Christmas, <laughs> yeah, like like nothing, and I was like, is this is this legal? <laughs> like, is this is this allowed? Legal. Because Marvel just had their first f bomb, and that's supposed to be like that's a historic mm. moment because they've never had that in like the last twenty years or whatever. But here it's like. You know, uh, cabron. cabron. You know, like, uh, you know, he's throwing that left and right. He calls him Cabazon at some point. You know, well, it's like, yeah. it, it so feels it's, like it's an endearing. I, yeah, I, I, I guess yeah, it's, it's, it's terms of endearment, right? and like it, the same, the same yeah. way, like we use curse words here. You know, depending on context and intent, is where the the severity of it comes from, and it's something like where the translation isn't exactly a hundred percent. Like when when the the subtitles were <laughs> down, it's like oh, what he said isn't what what they're telling us. But whatever, you know. I guess I guess yeah. the the for the uninitiated, <laughs> they gotta keep it PC. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's gonna be it for this episode of Pop Salsa. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy what you heard and want to help us grow, leave a rating and or review on wherever you're listening to us. And for show updates, follow us on Twitter at PopSalsaHQ. I've been your host as always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey! Catch you next time on Pop Salsa.